The easiest entry point for a site that wants to explore something like this is feature flags. And feature flags are a basically exactly what they sound like. They're a flag that can be turned on or off that controls if a new feature is present on the site or not. So okay. basically that code you're deploying, you wrap it all around some conditional logic that says, if the feature flag is on, make this code active. If it's off, don't make this code active. Good day and welcome to Commerce Today. My name's Darren and happy to have you here and my co-host as always, Josh, to join us here for all about what is happening in the world of commerce today. So we've got a neat one here, Josh, uh, that you've uh, spooled up for us. Leveling up basically smarter deployment strategies for high volume e-commerce stores. I think this is really neat because the whole deployment thing has always been kind of a a mystery from where I sit. It's that I'm three in the morning and that's when I am awake and I want to buy something and I can't because the store's down. So let's talk about it. I know. Well, let's talk about your insomnia first. Well, okay, that's but. a, yeah, that's a whole other episode we probably <laughs> ought to get to um, and probably a different podcast uh, as well. But be that as it may, deploying is so important. It's key, obviously, but it's also scary, dangerous, and fraught with all sorts of challenges. Oh yeah, nobody nobody talks about deployments and nobody wants to talk about deployments. You, you're looking at a new project, a new agency, something like that, and typically they're going to talk about their amazing discovery process. You're going to talk about what it's like to work with them, maybe some, uh, some user experience work they might do, but nobody says, oh, look how awesome and cool our deployments are. Um, and it's another one of those things, it's like so many things um, in a service business, like it's kind of how the, the sausage gets made, so to speak. It's the part that people don't really like to think about. It's almost seen as overhead or an inconvenience, but it can have a huge impact on your project and on your website. Well, and it's interesting, kind of the way you describe that, in a way, it can be turned into a differentiator oh, for, yeah. for um, um, integration, for integrators and, and those that are, that are doing this. That can be a big deal. But, well, all right, we kind of got to get, get into it. So we start... As we always do, let's start at the basic level and kind of your standard, what I run into, hey, sites in maintenance mode, backups, and those uploads. Talk about that, Josh. Yeah, so deployments, there's a lot of different ways to deploy sites, and we're going to start with kind of the simplest and least expensive. Um, well, least expensive from a time you pay your agency, um, might, maybe not least expensive from a opportunity cost standpoint. Right, right. But so basically, site will be placed in a maintenance mode, and that's those lovely messages you get saying, hey, we're making some great updates to our site, check back later. Hopefully, your tech team is then making backups of everything, of the, the code and the databases. That way, if something goes wrong, they can restore from those backups. And finally, it's real simple. They just upload the site, upload all the code to the site. So they transfer the new files, the the new code they've written from whatever environment it's currently in into your production site. If everything goes well, then everybody's happy. You turn maintenance mode off and you uh, have a um, updated website. An updated store. Well, so quick question, are the backups done while the site's down in maintenance mode or can the backups be done while it, before it goes into maintenance mode? Some of them can be done before maintenance mode, but on certain things like orders, if you're taking orders right. all the way up to the moment you're in maintenance mode, you really don't want to lose those orders, so you're going to run some backups um, once you go into maintenance mode. 
Important safety tip. Okay. So you said this is probably the least expensive, theoretically, at least from the cost of, of the service that it's be, that's providing it, but it could be the most expensive or a higher expense from an opportunity cost of the sales that are lost during the time that you're in maintenance mode. Is that a, I probably didn't say that quite the way ought to, but I think hopefully everybody made, it made sense. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where, you know, for a smaller site, you're probably not talking about a lot of money, especially if you're doing it in the middle of the night. Um, but for very high volume stores, you know, literally every minute they're down for maintenance is possibly a lot of money that they're losing. All right. Well, that's our basic approach, or that's the basic approach out there. What uh, We don't want to stay in just the basics, and that's why we're talking about some of the cool things that can happen. And these next ones start to get pretty, a little bit more fun. So we have an intermediate strategies, kind of balancing the, the innovation along with we still need to be stable. So we can have great new cool ideas or try new things, but we got to keep some stability. So this is basically the... Um the technical term is continuous deployments. Um, it's the idea of being able to, at any moment, as many times a day as you want, deploy changes to your website, um, ideally in theory with little to no downtime. And so you wow. re- you remove that friction and it allows you to innovate a lot faster. Um, and one of the really good examples of that um, and probably the, the easiest entry point for a site that wants to explore something like this is feature flags. And feature flags are a uh, basically exactly what they sound like. They're a flag that can be turned on or off that controls if a new feature is present on the site or not. So okay. basically that code you're deploying, you wrap it all around some conditional logic that says, if the feature flag is on, make this code active. If it's off, don't make this code active. Hmm. Okay. Well, I mean, that that's awesome because it allows us to turn on, turn off stuff. Um, and what you're also saying is, is that this can be done without taking the site down, without... Is it? Is there any kind of a pause? Is there any... Is it maybe orders are, are paused for a period of time so that... Yeah, it depends on where the changes are and how risky they are. So sometimes this will require maintenance mode and still have some downtime. Where you can save time is typically if something goes wrong in the deployment. With the first method we talked about, you have to actually roll everything back, and that takes some time, restoring databases, things like that. If you're using feature flags, then unless it's gone very off the rails, you just turn that feature back off and you've rolled back that deployment. So this, it doesn't eliminate the downtime, but it reduces it and it reduces the risk. Okay. So how are some ways maybe, if, if they're beyond maybe these feature flags, how are some ways that we can we can have innovation and then keep that stability within our site and stuff, kind of try new things, but again, always keeping that stability. Yeah, I really think feature flags are the best way to do that. But I Mm -hmm. think something we haven't talked about with them is it doesn't have to just be on or off. You could also tie it into your um, customer data platform, different systems, and say, okay, I want 20% of my users to see this feature on, 80% see this feature off. Oh, A-B testing. Do some A-B testing or even say, okay, I want to start with this feature is going to be enabled for desktop users, but not for mobile users. Um, So that way you can not only kind of innovate and try some new things and just make sure it's stable and be able to turn it off if you need to, but you can even see how different um, groups of users react to new features. Are these things that 
that just the merchant in themselves would be knowledgeable and have the ability to do versus needing a an integration, a partner, if you will, to do these things? I mean, it depends on the, the in-house team. Um, if they have a solid in-house team, um, you know, they could use this approach. Um, even if they don't and they're working with a partner, they could at least ask these feature flags be built in a way that the merchant can turn them on and off or can even tie them into their split testing platforms without needing additional development work. That is possible. Okay. All right. Well, moving on to maybe in a more advanced type of area, we're talking about, you know, I always like this fun, the blue-green deployments. Uh, I don't know what, it always reminds me of something. But anyway, tell us about the blue-green deployments and what does that mean and how does it, how does it positively or negatively impact the overall uh, rollout? So um, this is probably not the best way to introduce this topic, but I always think of the movie Contact and where he says um, the the big device is destroyed and they oh. suddenly reveal they have a second copy of it. And they say, well, yeah, first rule of government spending, why buy one for mm. full price when you can buy two for twice the price? Right. So the disadvantage to blue-green deployments is unless you – do a very advanced form of this, you have two copies of your production environment. So you have, if you have one web server, one database server, well, now you have two web servers, two database servers. If you have 10 and 10, now you have 20 and 20. It could get- That gets a little exotic. A little exotic, a little expensive. But again, this is where for these high volume sites, when you run the math of how much money they lose every minute they're down, it can actually definitely come out ahead with a setup like this. But- Kind of got ahead of myself, but the way the the reason you have two identical copies of your production environment is one is blue and one is green. And blue is the currently live production environment. Green is an exact duplicate of it. You deploy all your changes to the green environment, and then you flip all your traffic to go from the blue environment to the green environment. Something breaks, doesn't work right. You just put all the traffic right back. So now you mm-hmm. have done what the user never sees that maintenance mode page. The user never experiences any downtime. So there's no pause in between on this switch. It's just just from one to the other. Yeah. Hmm. PFM. Gotta love it. Gosh, and there's no worry about even even an order. I mean, what happens if there's uh you know, I'm I don't know, I got things in my cart and I'm I hit the I hit the buy button at the same time as it's Flipping, how does that? So yeah, there's definitely some, <laughs> I am summarizing what would be yeah, an hour-long sorry, conference presentation. And actually, it's funny, I, I joke sometimes with our team at, about how years ago, back in the Magento One days, Angry Birds was on Magento. And this is back when Angry Birds was the big hot brand. And they had one of these environments that was like 30 different servers, and they were doing this setup. And it was just, they showed a slide of, oh, it's so simple. This is how it works. And I spent like 20 minutes deciphering all the arrows and notes on that slide because yeah, wow. it's, there's a lot you have to do if you want that level um, as far as how you're handling the customer session, where you're storing the session data, how you're handing that off from the blue environment to the green environment. So, and again, this this depends on the volume of the business. For Angry Birds, it made total sense at that time, at least, to invest yeah. to have zero downtime. For other brands, you might want to go to a blue-green deployment setup and say, hey, I'm okay with two minutes of not being able to place an order. And then that suddenly makes it a little bit simpler on the technical side of not having to worry about that session data as much. 
So there's a pause, maybe a brief maintenance mode of some variety, but or a brief pause or a message on, hey, we're currently working on the site. We'll be back in 30 seconds or 90 seconds or whatever. Okay. Well, that makes sense. So I guess putting these all together then, let's look at kind of the bigger picture of all of this in what's the best way to reduce that risk and and accelerate the innovation that you can have on an e-commerce site. Because what I keep hearing you say, and and yes, I'm not the sharpest stick in the shed, so it takes a little while for me to get it, but you got to try new things and you got to be willing to do that. But to do that, it if it requires this enormous cost or time to take it down, you start to, I can see a team saying, well, I don't want to do that because it wipes out my my site for so per- long period of time on a deployment to try these all these cool new things. Yeah, and that's where you really, as a brand, have to decide what's most important to you. Kind of look at the scale that you're at. This is where, thank goodness, Chat GPT can't replace us yet because there's a, a conversation that has to happen of the trade-offs and of the investment needed as far as do you are you okay with the downtime? Are you a brand that you're going to deploy changes once a month and that's often enough and your site can be down for that time? Or are you someone that wants to innovate and deploy more often? And you do. You have to move to at least something like feature flags, I feel like, if you want to deploy more often, if you want to innovate, because you have to remove that risk or you have to reduce it. Because otherwise, in the back of your mind, the project manager's mind, e-commerce manager's mind, everyone's going to be thinking yeah, we could try this new feature, but my site's going to be down for a few hours to deploy it. Oh, maybe we'll wait. And Hmm. so often I have seen the businesses that are successful in e-commerce are the ones that get out there and iterate the fastest and just say, hey, we're going to try new ideas faster than our competition. We're going to split test. We're going to look at the analytics. We're going to see how this is working. And then we're going to use that data to try again and try again and try again. Those the the compounding you get off of those results, you will grow so much faster than if you say, oh, once a month, once a quarter, we'll try something new. So real quick, back on the feature flags, is that technology, is that part of pretty much all the platforms? Does every platform have it? Not every platform has it. Um, most of them have at least modules or people that have open sourced a way to do it. Okay. And in most platforms, it's fairly easy to implement. Um, a lot of it comes down to, I say fairly easy, and I can already hear back in my mind some of my team members saying, what are you talking about? But for the on-off, like it's completely on or completely off option, that's very simple to implement. For the, oh, I want to show this to only people on mobile devices, or I want to show this, and especially if you want to be able to control that as yeah. a merchant, then you're adding a little bit more complexity. That's a, Yeah, there's a lot to that, I can only imagine. All right. Well, wow, Josh, you've opened my eyes on the whole deployment and the complexities as well as the sophistication that can be brought to making it better, making it faster and more effective for all of our merchants out there. So there's really being able to, the benefits of that advanced deployment methods for the high volume sites, that makes a lot of sense. The blue green, it really, you almost have to do that in a way. And I think last, I guess, I guess further summary or in the final summary, Josh, I guess, how would you kind of put all this together or from, from the merchant that's listening, what should they do next? If you don't have experience making these decisions or thinking about deployments in this way, 
talk to someone who does and just bounce some ideas around. Because I think, again, like I opened the show with, this is that thing that no one really likes to talk about, but it has such an impact, not only on project budgets, but it can even, the mindset, the outcomes can all change based on how everyone feels. If if everyone in the company cringes when they hear the word, we're going to deploy next week, you're not setting yourself up for a successful project. Well, and a lot of the great ideas from this come from the mistakes that have been made in the process of trying to do these deployments. And that's where the blue-green idea all comes from is the mistakes that were made. So, yeah, definitely. Well, Josh, this is great stuff. We appreciate it. This is awesome as always. And uh, as always, we appreciate you, the listener. Glad you're here. And uh, definitely tune in next time to Commerce Today. Again, this is Darren and Josh. We appreciate you being here. Until next time. Bye.